the main thing that's wrong with doing nothing is that you never know when you are finished. This decision to get on board with Anchor has been one of the most uh, amazing decisions that this ministry has made. Four Minute Church, Pastor Oscar Smith speaking. Please uh, give us some consideration podcasting. Anchor has all the tools. Every episode, you're able to uh, put background music. They're just so helpful. And, uh, in fact, I'm using uh, this platform uh, to reach uh, beyond where the four-minute church ever thought it would go. So it's a good opportunity to get in touch with Anchor. And come on, let's get on board with this. The Gate and the Way My Purpose Today or the sound of this presentation is not to expound on Matthew Matthew chapter 7 verses 13 and 14, but to show the kind of way a believer should take. You know, Matthew is very, very significant, and it's it was written for, for believers, Christian believers. Matthew's 5 and 7 particularly. I will not delve, however, into the specific lessons that are intended for the believers because this is not the purpose of my message. That's not the message. I am only borrowing chapter Matthew chapter 7, verses 13 and 14 as the theme of this message. These two verses touch on two main principles. Entering through the gate and walking on the way. I'm going to repeat that. Entering through the gate and walking on the way. These are two main principles. There is one extreme of emphasizing only entering and not walking. There is another extreme of emphasizing only walking and not entering. God has put before us every believer both a gate and a way. God's done this. This is the kind of God we have. He's put before us as believers a gate and a way. There is a way and there is a gate. Without these two things, the Christian life would be unbalanced. So what does it mean to enter a gate? 
entering a gate means passing through a barrier. Would you agree with that? The gate has a door which acts as a barrier. When you cross it, you enter an area where you have not previously been. No matter how big the door may be, crossing and entering takes less than five minutes. In an instant, you are through the crossing and you will offer a close difference, you're going to notice it. In the instant you cross into the area from that gate, you're going to notice a difference. And the big difference before the time before and the time after entering the gate, a few minutes ago, you were in one world. A few minutes later, you are in another world. First, you were outside the gate. Now you're inside the gate and entering the gate means experience a big difference within a short time. It means crossing from the biggest barrier within the shortest time. After this, your situation becomes completely different. For example, outside the park, all you see is dusty cars. However, once you cross the gate of the park, you immediately experience a different world. A believer must not only cross a barrier, but also walk on a way before him. The way is long and takes time to cover. Does entering the gate take much time? No. One step is all that is necessary. Does it take more time to enter the gate or to walk on the way? The way takes more time to enter the gate without walking on the way is not balanced. Once a person enters the gate, he or she has advanced step by step. To walk means to progressively, gradually, and advance step by step. It only takes one step to enter the gate, but walking is not a one-step work. God bless you.